Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast with Tom Underwood. Armed with truth and knowledge, your journey to a healthy lifestyle can be obtained. Preventative wellness, quality nourishment, and daily fitness routines dramatically improve your outlook on life as a whole. And you'll find the support and info you need to accomplish a healthier lifestyle here. Together, we can empower each other along our journey to an amazing you. Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast. Today, I'm here with Ashley Pappas, owner of NaturallyAshley.com. And we are going to discuss essential oils. And we'll be covering the basics of essential oils and what to do with them and how to use them. Ashley, how are you today? And why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how, how you got into essential oils? Hi, Tom. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm really excited to be here. A little bit about my backstory and how I kind of found essential oils is I actually come from a completely polar opposite background. And um, when I started out, I, I was like a personal trainer and my focus was really in fitness and in weight loss. I was working in a gym. I was teaching classes and yoga and all of that really cool stuff. And I was really happy with the direction my life was going, except I hit this point in my life where I should have been, I was in my early 30s, late 20s, and I should have been the healthiest at like my healthiest point. But what was happening is I was starting to get really sick. And granted, this was after I had lost 100 pounds. I had become a personal trainer. And I thought that I was eating great and all of this other stuff. And I thought that I was I should be healthy. And my nervous system basically began to shut down. And so I, I couldn't walk at the end of the day. My digestive system completely started malfunctioning. And at times, it wouldn't even be digesting food. My body's ability to regulate temperature completely went out the window. And my skin would turn really fun colors of like blue and white. And I'd be freezing in like 100 degree heat. And so everything just started going haywire. Literally everything in my wiring system just started going really wonky. Wow. And so I, I did what, what anyone would do. I went to my doctor and my doctor had no idea what was going on. And so after about a dozen specialists, I was really beating my head up against the wall because even though these specialists had no idea what was going on with me, they all wanted to put me on medications. And what I started to find is that my list of, you know, maybe a dozen really not great symptoms started expanding. And it was mostly with the side effects from those. And so I hit this point where I was being put on Phylacet. Uh, oh no, it was Nexium because I developed an ulcer that was caused from taking an ibuprofen every day because I knew that Tylenol was bad for your liver um, because I was running a fever every morning from an experimental medication I was on for my gastroparesis. And that little piece of paper that's in the prescription boxes that nobody ever reads, well, I actually pulled that out and I read it. And it was saying about how, yeah, it would help heal my ulcer. But the problem is, is that our bodies are really intelligent and they adapt. And so this piece of paper is saying that it's going to help with the ulcer. But basically, if I ever stop taking it, there's a chance that I could basically have GERD. I could have an overproduction of acid in my stomach because <laughs> my body would form new pumps. Yeah. And so like at that point, I'm just like, okay, this is not working. No. I need something else. And so I started looking at things I was eating. 
And I still wasn't really seeing the changes in my health that I wanted. And so I started exploring alternative methods because I hit this point to where I was really changing up and really cleaning up my diet, which was already pretty good. But then I started thinking about, okay, our skin is an area we absorb a lot of what we put on our skin and what we're around, whether it's through breathing it in or absorbing it. And so I started looking at my skincare products and my bath and body products. And I was going to Dollar General, this is really embarrassing, but I was going to Dollar General and buying their generic stuff that is basically like slathering poison on you. Exactly. I mean, that a lot of people don't realize that that, that all that stuff you buy that from Dollar General or, or even Rite Aid or the pharmacies are full of no, nothing but poisons. Yeah. And so, you know, I had this great idea that I was in one weekend, I threw out everything in my, in my medicine cabinet and in my, in my bathroom and I went and I started making it myself. And so that's where I really started to experiment with essential oils. And it wasn't initially for any kind of therapeutic purpose at that time. It was just so I didn't smell like, you know, a big ball of coconut oil. And I started to read about the oils that I was using because, you know, I, I knew that tea tree or melaleuca was good for the skin. And I knew that lavender was really calming and, you know, the general knowledge that a lot of people have, but I didn't know much else. And so while I'm using this in, in these products and these cleaning products, because I also did it with my cleaning cabinet, I, I was learning that they had additional and therapeutic benefits. And so I started to use them to help support my health in addition to cleaning out the toxins from my lifestyle. And what I experienced was really amazing. And granted, you know, I'm, I'm not cured. I was eventually diagnosed with a condition called dysautonomia and a couple other factors that play into that. And, you know, it's something that is just going to be for however, you know, forever. But I, I'm able to live a normal life and I don't have to be on disability because I've found the ways to naturally support my body and using essential oils has become a big part of that. Okay, now, so how are you feeling since you got off the medications and started using essential oils? Um, it, it's been a lot of, you know, I take supplements too. And I mean, I function at a very high level considering the um, illnesses that I have. That's another issue that we have in today's society is that our, the doctors prescribe our exes on top of our exes counter that counter are counterproductive to the other the one prescription they gave us and they don't real and they don't tell you that. At one time I was put on a medication to raise my blood pressure because my blood pressure gets dangerously low and I couldn't lay down um for six hours after taking it or else I could have a stroke. Oh, wow. And that was that was terrifying. Wow. Well I we've met in the past <laughs> and and uh I've kind of heard your story on essential. I actually sat through one of your essential oil workshops and I use a little bit of essential oils. I use the lavender. I use the uh, elevation in my, in my mister. And uh, yeah, I, that, that goes all day on my desk pretty much as the elevation. Let's look into what, what are essential oils? Well, essential oils are, they're not even technically an oil crazy enough to say. They're not 
they're fat soluble, but it's not going to be like a greasy type of oil that a lot of people think of. It's uh, essential oils are basically the plant's way of communicating with the world around it. It's how it wards off um, predators, how it's its immune system. It's basically the lifeblood of a plant. And the really neat thing about the way that essential oils work is since genetically, way down to our building blocks, we're not that much different from a plant. And so they work in a similar fashion in us as well. Okay. So I was listening to Dr. Eric Z, who's really into the oils. Mm-hmm. And he was saying something about the, the amount of roses or rose petals it takes to create one little jar of essential oils. Yeah, it's like, it's something like 22,000 tons for a pound of oil. Yes, exactly. That's incredible. And this age, you touched on the skincare and the cleaning product. So you pretty much make all your own skincare products now. Well, I I do or else I buy ones that are very clean and don't have things like parabens or toxins because I've gotten really busy in my business. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's, I mean, that's, there are other, there are alternative skincare products out there without all the chemicals in there. Yes. And, but as far as essential oils go, why would somebody want to get into essential oils? Because it's simple, because it's really easy. When I started looking into essential oils and really learning about them, I kind of started to explore herbs too. And the thing with essential oils is that so many of the oils have properties that overlap with other oils. And so when you want something that's really calming and soothing to the skin, but also calming to the emotions and maybe sleep support, you know, if if you're a, if you like something that is floral-based, lavender is phenomenal. But if it, like my husband is not a big fan of the florals. And so something like spike nerd would be a much better option. And you'll find things with very similar properties in a multitude of the oils. And so they're actually more versatile. And it's really easy to use them. Like you were saying, you you diffuse elevation a lot, which is a blend. And that's really easy. Throw some water into your diffuser, you add a few drops of oil, and you get the benefits of it. You know, when I wash my face in the morning, I add a drop of clary sage to my face cleaner and I get the benefits of the hormonal balance in my skin through just adding a drop when I'm washing my face. It takes all of two seconds. And then I'm a big fan of things like rollerballs where it's just the oil in a carrier oil in a little rollerball bottle that you can carry with you and apply whenever you need it. And so you don't really have a lot to mess with. And it's as simple as having just a guidebook to tell you what you need for what. And so really, it's just one of the easiest ways to take control of your health and be less toxic in your life. So what are some of the basic oils? Some of the basic oils would be, like I said, lavender. We've all probably heard of it. If you walk down any kind of pharmacy in the bath and body section, you smell it. And something like tea tree oil, another one that you you hear about all the time, which is all also called Melaleuca. And that one's great for skin health. It's great for the immune system. Um, lemon oil, frankincense. That's one of my absolute favorites. And then 
Patchouli oil is making a big comeback, which I'm excited about. <laughs> yeah, the hippies love that stuff. Uh, yes, and I'm just a hippie at heart. <laughs> yeah. But the, there are a lot of pretty common oils and things like cinnamon. There's, that's in people's food and they don't even realize it. Um, and peppermint. Peppermint. And peppermint, I actually uh, had some digestive issues over the holidays from something I ate. I rubbed some peppermint oil on my stomach. It did. It was just took it away. Yeah. Well, and the cool thing is, where I was talking about the versatility, I'm not a big fan of peppermint, and so I use a drop of spearmint in my smoothie every morning to help with my digestion. Wow. And now, a word from our sponsor. We'll be back in a minute. We all know that eating healthy is a part of becoming a better person. But if you're finding the organic and non-toxic products too expensive or hard to find, then ThriveMarket.com, the healthy online shopping club, is your solution. Like the Costco meets Whole Foods for everything healthy online, you'll get the best organic and non-GMO brands up to 50% off retail prices, shipped nationally to your door for free within two to three days. When you become a member, ThriveMarket.com will donate a free membership to a low-income family, teacher, or veteran so we can all thrive together. You never have to pay full price for healthy food again. Go to ThriveMarket.com slash TheRebelHealthCoach to get your free jar of coconut oil and 15% off your first order. This offer is valued at $18 and available for our listeners only on this special link. So here it is again, ThriveMarket.com slash TheRebelHealthCoach. So let's talk about how to use them then. So there, obviously there's diffusion. And what are some of the other ingestion? So how do, how do let's go through the diffusion, ingestion, uh, topical and household. And, and since essential oils are, are, are a, not water soluble, am I correct? Yes. So you need a carrier for these if you're going to use them on your skin. Because you a lot of these you don't want to use directly to your skin, am I correct? Yes. Some of them are safe to use directly on your skin, but if it's one that you're using on a regular basis, and if they're all possible, if you could dilute it with a carrier oil, I always recommend to use some because it's going to be gentler on your skin. It's going to evaporate less rapidly, and so you actually end up needing to use less. And it's just a better to this side of fashion. So what are some of the uses and how do you use them for these uses? Diffusion, obviously there's diffusion. Using a diffuser, you want to use one that is specifically made for essential oils because I know that some people really want to use a candle wax burner, but you want to make sure that you're using a diffuser that does not use heat. And the ones made for oils use ultrasonic mains to disperse the oil into the air. Um, and then diffusing the oil is a way to aromatically use. And so you can actually have your own personal um, necklace diffuser, you can put it on like the collar of your shirt, just on the collar of your shirt to where you're breathing in the oils and you're getting those benefits throughout the day that way as well. Um, and then there are things like nasal inhalers. And I know somebody who their son has a hard time focusing in school. And so they'll send their son to school with a little um, container with a cotton ball in it that has 
oils in there that helps him focus. And so throughout the day, he'll just pull out his container, screw off the cap and, and breathe it in. And it will help him maintain focus throughout the day. Well, I know you have one in your vehicle too. Yes, I do. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> All right. How about indigestion? How, how do you ingest these? When it comes to ingesting oils, I would first stress, I can't stress this enough, uh, make sure that you are using an oil that is slated for internal use. Um, because there are some great brands out there and there are brands out there that might use um, lesser quality means of extracting the oil. And so when you're ingesting it, you always want to be careful to make sure that it is an oil that's okay to use internally. Um, But you can use it internally from everything from putting it in an empty capsule to using it in cooking. Okay. So um, like I said, I use them in my morning smoothies. We cook with them frequently. I actually have a little Lazy Susan in my kitchen that I have my cooking oils on. Um, But then when we need more direct health support in our house, we've got empty vegetable capsules that we'll just put a couple drops of oil and take just like a pill. And what would you, would you mix that with the oil? I, I use olive oil when I mix that, but really you can use any kind of ingestible. Okay. Uh, with using a capsule or using, mixing it to use internally, I would recommend any kind of fat-based oil except for like a cooking oil like Crisco. Right. Yeah. Or a vegetable oil or avocado oil would be a good one. Yeah. How about the topically and then some of the carriers for topically? We- okay. When using it topically, that is one of the easiest ways um, next to diffusing or aromatic use. Topical use is a way that intimidates a lot of people because they're not sure where they should put it or um, like if it's on your skin, you're getting the benefits. And I love that you brought up the carrier oil because there are a lot of oils out there that say that they are safe to use just as is. And um, if someone with a lot of health issues and some of my health issues turn to um, extreme skin sensitivity, I always like to err on the side of caution. And so, you know, if I am in dire need of respiratory support, then yes, I'm going to put just a straight drop of oil on my the palm of my hand and inhale it from there. But if I know that I'm going to be using an oil, then I'm going to either be diluting it beforehand or dilute it as I'm putting it on. Okay. What are some of the carrier oils that you can use? I, I've tried coconut oil, but it's not the coconut oil you find in the jar. It's white. It's uh, What is that one that... The liquid kind? Yeah. That is fractionated coconut oil. That's where they've actually removed the solidifying part of the oil out. So fractionated coconut oil. Yes. Okay. And that is personally my go-to when I'm diluting oils or making a mixture or anything like that, just because coconut oil has such a long shelf life. And once it's fractionated, that shelf life's even increased. Um, also, it's not super expensive. Having extremely sensitive skin, however, whenever I'm using um, oil essential oils on my face and I'm not using something like, you know, if I'm putting it in my face cleaner, I don't need to mix it with a carrier oil. But if I'm using it on my face like throughout the day, like the stuff, the one that I use to keep my skin clear, I do mix it with um, jojoba oil, which is very, very gentle. That's one of the most gentle carrier oils that you can find. Um, Whereas some people with coconut oil, 
it can clog the pores. And then the majority of people who use coconut oil have no issues at all. Okay. And so coconut oil is going to be probably the most cost-effective. And fractionated coconut oil is going to be cost-effective, have a long shelf life, and be the easiest to use. Olive oil is great when it comes to you need to make something right now and you don't have time to run the store and you just need to use something that's in your kitchen already. And, and so it's something that we already have. And in a pinch, it's great for blending. I know that um, when people in our house have really needed immune support, we've used that for throat sprays quite often because you know you want immediate support. You don't want to spend time going to the store and sometimes you don't go up to it. So, so olive oil is a go-to if you, if you need something right away. Yes. Okay. Or, I mean, I, I have avocado in the ho- oil in the house too. So that would also be a good go-to. Yes. And, um, you know, avocado is a good one. Um, almond oil is a good one. When it comes to um, grapeseed, apricot kernel, there's just so many different types of vegetable fat-based oils that you can use. And when you get into um, the less common ones, like, you know, avocado oil is pretty common for you and me, but I know that a lot of people probably don't have that just sitting in their home. But when it comes to like apricot kernel oil, avocado oil, um, borage oil, and all of the ones that are less common, those are really great to use for specific benefits just in and of itself for that oil. Okay. Um, but if it's somebody who's just starting to use essential oils and wants to make it really simple, knowing all of the different carrier oils absolutely isn't required. It's just something you can explore. Like in my case, I had to find something for my face other than coconut oil. And jojoba oil is one of the gentlest ones out there. Something like St. John's wort oil. No, I've never heard of that one myself. So that's a new one to me. Yeah, there are so many different types out there. Um, <laughs> hemp seed oil. And, yeah. and it's really great that there are so many different types of carrier oil because you know I've got my health issues, but my husband's allergic to almost anything. And so there are some carrier oils he can't use because he's allergic to them. Wow. Now, there's a lot of essential oils on the market. And, and it seems like, and over the last year, essential oils are taking a huge upturn Let's discuss the quality, and I use doTERRA, and you use doTERRA, but there is a lot of oils on the shelves at supermarkets. I was in Sprouts the other day. They had a whole section of oils. Mm-hmm. How do you know what you're buying, if it's quality, or if it's just if it's worth in, investing your money in? That's a really good question, and... Um... Before I answer that, did you know that you can buy your essential oils from Best Buy now? Are you serious? Yeah, you can go get a big flat screen TV and you can buy a bottle of essential oil along with it. At Best Buy? Yes. Best Buy is in the essential oil market now. Oh my gosh. And um, the big thing that I like to emphasize when it comes to the which type of oil to use is, you know, there are resources out there to find out the testing. And a lot of companies out there, um, especially the ones that are starting to spread up at, at Walmart and Best Buy, they don't use the 
precautions necessary to to keep the therapeutic benefits of the oil. And they extort the, um, I don't know if that's the right word, but they take advantage of the legal kind of loophole to where they can market the oils as being pure therapeutic oils, even if it's not what it says it is, um, because there is little regulation when it comes to essential oils. And so something can say that it's 100% pure therapeutic, and there could be you know 2% of that oil in there and a bunch of something else. Or it could be just not... I've heard of situations where there was a company that was selling essential oils and the distiller was giving them a, a fraudulent oil, a synthetic oil. And so they had no idea that they were sending this out to people and selling this until somebody had it tested and found out that it wasn't what it said it was. And so it's kind of scary, especially if you're using it um, for a distinct purpose and for more than just you know a nice air freshener alternative. Wow. It can be legitimately dangerous. So basically, this actually goes for vitamins too. So for all you guys out there listening to this, they're not using, they're using partial plant material and bulking the rest with additives to keep the cost low. Exactly. And one of the things when it comes to essential oils is that when it's extracted, it's really important to pay attention to things like the temperature it's extracted at so it doesn't damage the molecules in it, um, where the plant's being grown, what even the time of day that a plant's harvested will make a difference in the potency of that oil. And so it's really finding a brand that you can trust and that they're transparent about their, their processes. And actually, one of the things that had always bothered me about doTERRA, they are in the process of remedying. And they actually now have it to where you can look up the lot number on the bottom of the bottles and view the test results. And just like the labeling laws on food, the labeling laws for essential oils are very poor also. Correct. Well, and the other thing is, is that um, a lot of people think that if it has that food, that supplement label on it, that it's been approved by the FDA. And that is not true because the FDA does not approve essential oils. It just means that they're adhering to the guidelines of the FDA for things that are said to be able to be consumed. So essential oils kind of fall in that same, like I said, the vitamin area. Exactly. Where you can have a vitamin that's just full of junk. And it keeps the cost down. It's not basically you're wasting your money putting it in your body. And sometimes doing more harm than good. Exactly. So basically, this is the same concept is that the labeling laws are, are, you know, and the FDA does not approve vitamins. And the FDA is not in charge of this either. Same with supplements. And so this is this is an area where you need to be careful what essential oils you're buying. Exactly. And that's the first red flag. If, if you see an essential oil that says it's FDA approved, run. Don't walk, run the opposite way. All right. So what should, a, what should the average person look for in essential oil other than coming, you know, buying doTERRA is very, very good quality. And there's other, I think doTERRA, I'm not sure, Young Living. Uh, but of course, we love doTERRA. So please, you know, reach out to one of us. But, yes, absolutely. You know, but uh, what should somebody look for if they go to the store and want to try a lavender to to help them sleep at night? Well, that's kind of that's kind of a dual question right there because the smell of lavender alone, even if it's completely synthetic, will help somebody sleep. Now, if it's 
full of toxins and poisoning you, it's not going to, in the long run, be very beneficial just because the aromatic influence of the smell of, of lavender is relaxing in and of itself. Okay. Um, and so people can get the smell without the therapeutic benefit and it's still going to have a effect on their body, on their um, limbic system and on their nervous system. But to really get those therapeutic benefits... I, I have the scale of basically cringeworthy. And <laughs> if there's an essential oil out there, first of all, um, and I, I hate to keep wagging on Walmart, but it's just a really good example. No, rag and away. <laughs> I, I saw a rack, um, a picture of a rack of oils at Walmart where all of the oils were like something like 233 or something that was insanely low cost. And you have to keep in mind here, you know, you were talking about how it takes so many tons of rose petals to make an ounce of rose oil. Right. And so you've got to, you've got to use logic here, you know, frankincense oil, which is a resin-based oil, is not going to be the same price as lemon oil, which is a citrus oil, which is pressed from the skin and a lot easier to extract. And so if you see an oil that is ridiculously low cost and all of the oils are the same price, that is going to be the first red flag um, because the, the amount of plant material that's needed in order to produce the essential oil, it, it, you're going to, it, it's going to cost a little bit more. Yes. Yeah. And so citrus oils are going to be less expensive, um, but then resins, woods, flowers, things like that, it's going to be a little more costly. And so if you see to where you see those price, price differences, that's an indication that it probably is what it says it is. Being able to access things like their, um, their data sheet reports is going to be huge. And there are enough companies out there that disclose that, that um, even if you don't have the ability to really read and understand it, if you've got Google, you can find other people who do. And that's, you know, there are science geeks out there that that's all they do all day. And they are more vocal about the results. Is there a website that people can go to? Uh, I mean, I, obviously they can go to essential, or, uh, your website, naturally, actually. But is there a website? Can somebody, for, to find quality oils? Unfortunately, there's not just one website out there that has, you know, there will be ones that have reviews, but a lot of them are biased. A lot of them are backed by certain companies. And so, I mean, really the best way to figure it out is to to use them and to do your own research and um, just be cautious. There's a couple books out there, aren't there? Yes, there are. And I know I go to Dr. Z's, I know I'm promoting Dr. Z, but Maybe he'll give me maybe he'll give me some kickback eventually, but Dr. Z's got a great site for essential oils. If, I, I know I believe I think he promotes his own brand. I haven't researched that, but I, essential oils are, you don't want to buy cheap, just like you don't want to buy cheap vitamins because you're just waste you're just throwing your money away. If you want to throw your money away, you know, go to my my website and donate to me because it's just it's a waste of time. Essential oils have a great, great place in the healthcare realm. And there's all kinds, I, I mean, I use uh, lavender oil. On, I, I put it on the bottom of my feet at night before I go to sleep and it, and it makes me sleep like a baby. There's a lot of uses for it. Like I, like I said, I use my diffuser. You know, 
if you want to look into essential oils, uh, Ashley's got a great website. Go ahead and tell us what that's again. My website is naturallyashley.com, but you can also go to naturallyoiled.com, which is specifically just essential oil based. Okay. And that's yours also? Yes, that okay. is. Naturally oiled or naturally Ashley. Okay. I don't have any oils on my website, so sorry, folks. Maybe someday. Uh, I, but uh, go to Naturally Ashley or Naturally Oils. Is naturally it, oiled. Oiled. Naturally oiled. I like that. Naturally oiled.com. Also, let's, let's, let's round up here with, you have a new podcast, and let's tell the listeners about this new podcast, because I love it, but I'm going to give precaution to the listeners. It's not one you can listen to while you're driving. Yes, please don't listen to my podcast while you drive. Um, my new podcast is called Stress Free Naturally, and it is for people who are stressed out because right now there's this epidemic and it's affecting people's waistlines, it's affecting health, and it's one of those root causes that's really easy to, to take hold of is our levels of stress. And so what my podcast is, is they're short meditations that are really easy to do because they're guided to help reduce stress in your everyday life. And they're, they're I believe, 10 to 15, 10 minutes, around approximately 10 minutes long. Yes, I've got ones ranging. I've got a three-minute one on there for people who are extremely desperately in need with no time, and they range all the way up to 15. But they won't ever be longer than 15. And let's, the name of that podcast, again, is? Stress-Free Naturally. Stress-Free Naturally. Yes. And I enjoy it. I, I don't have, you know, and, and like she said, we're in a stressed, stressed out society. Uh, we get up in the morning and we go. And stress is, you know, one of the biggest deterrents in our lives as far as cortisol levels and insulin resistance and uh, things that it causes, it causes poor health in the end. But, you know, just take your time. Take, take three minutes if you have time for the three-minute one. If you got... 10 minutes, take 10 minutes, but take time to download. There's a wide variety. I even have family drama meditation. I heard, I, you know, I listened to that one. It was, that came out during Christmas time and I was like, yes. this is a perfect one for Christmas time. Exactly. That's why, that's why I put it out there because a lot of people I was talking to was really stressed out about family um, get together. Yeah. I, you know, there's a reason I don't fly home from to Michigan for Christmas, but and, and we, that's another podcast in itself. But not like that. <laughs> but I do like the the family drama one. I was kind of chuckling when I heard that one because it's it's like, oh, here we go, Christmas family drama. Well, I had to tell my family that I had nothing to do with them. <laughs> you had to tell them you had nothing to do with them. I had to tell them that, you know, I am very lucky that I do not have a lot of stressful situations in my family. So don't take this personal. Yeah, well, I just told my family. (laughs) But I think they already know that because I never come home for Christmas. Uh, So I guess that's why they call me the Rebel Health Coach. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's it's a great podcast. I'm enjoying it. Awesome. And uh, you've got a beautiful website, Naturally Ashley. Yes, Ashley with an IE. Yep, with an IE. That will be in the show notes for people who want to go find it. And the podcast will be in the show notes. Uh, Ashley, I appreciate taking the time today. You know, it's it's always good talking to you. I you know I, I wish I would have got to the Florida event this year, but I didn't get there. Uh, maybe next year if there is one. 
Absolutely. And if you come this way again for a oil summit, as I'm going to call it, I'll probably join in that. But until then, I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate you allowing me the opportunity to be here with you. Well, if everybody wants to, like I said, if everybody wants to learn about oils, reach out. And uh, if you have questions, reach out to me and I'll get the answers to you. Thanks, Ashley. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Rebel Health Coach Podcast. Please go to my website, www.tomunderwood.net. That's T-H-O-M underwood.net. And grab yourself a copy of my free ebook, 11 Surprisingly Easy Changes to Be Your Best Self. It's under the freebies tab at the top of the page. This will also sign you up for my monthly newsletter. And I promise not to blast you with endless BS emails. Also, if you'd like to book a one-hour consultation with me at the bottom of the homepage, just click on the button, schedule a free one-hour consultation. And if you really enjoyed this show, please go to iTunes and rate the show and leave me a comment. Have a blessed day.